0: Hi everyone, welcome to Understand the Bible. This is our regular Thought for the Week feature. We're going to be looking at Psalm 11 this week, and we're thinking about the battle between good and evil. Uh, But before we get to that, can I just uh, mention a couple of things. On the Understand the Bible website, I've been writing a new series all about getting to know God, and we've been looking at some of the different aspects of God, you know, the fact that he is eternal, the fact that you know he doesn't have a body, that he's present everywhere, the fact that he's infinitely wise and powerful, all those kind of things. Um, I haven't quite finished it yet, but if you look on the Understand the Bible website you can see all of the ones I've done so far and I'm writing more every week. So that's understandthebible.uk and um, yeah there's lots more content on there which isn't on even on on YouTube, so do have a look at that. Uh, The other thing is that I know that this is something which every YouTuber says or anyone who produces social media content, but if you could just click the like button, if you could click the subscribe button or whatever you can do, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook or on the podcast, um, it just really helps me out just to kind of let the, lets them know that um, people appreciate this and it makes them more likely to show this uh, to other people, so it's just a real favour that you can do for me by doing that, and I'm sorry for mentioning that every time, um, but there we go. Psalm 11, this is um, uh, for the director of music, a psalm of David and as usual I'm going to read out the psalm and then we'll spend a few moments thinking about it. In the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me, flee like a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bows. They set their arrows against the strings to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. When the foundations are being destroyed... What can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne. He observes everyone on earth. His eyes examine them. The Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked, those who love violence, he hates with a passion. On the wicked he will rain fiery coals and burning sulphur. A scorching wind will be their lot. For the Lord is righteous. He loves justice. The upright will see his face. One of the things that my wife and I have been doing since the uh, since the lockdown is watching box sets um, having a little bit more time on our hands and um, we've been watching through Star Trek Deep Space Nine and I've just found it really striking as I've been watching that thinking about the battle between good and evil and how it is very clearly, I think, you know the the federation are the good guys, the the minion are the bad guys and you know watching through that, that battle and I've just been thinking you know how would you cope with a battle like that if you didn't have assurance that at the end of the day good would win out because it seems that if I was living in that universe without a belief in God, without Knowing that God at the end of the day would bring everything, you know, know, good would triumph in the end, I don't think I'd be able to cope. You know, there's too much tension, there's too much at stake. What happened if the bad guys won? You know, it would just be awful, wouldn't it? And it just made me think about the battle between good and evil and how my belief in God actually helps me in that and i think that's actually in a funny kind of way what this psalm is about it's thinking about the battle between good and evil so um, verse one says in the lord i take refuge so david's saying i take i take refuge in god so how then can you say to me flee like a bird to to your mountain you know whoever it was that he's he's talking to here is saying oh the the bad guys are winning Flee, you know, you might as well get lost. You just make yourself scarce and get out of harm's way. That's what that's what um, they're saying to David. And David's saying, no, my hope, my refuge is in the Lord. So how can you say to me, flee? It's not the, not the right thing to do. He's saying, look, in verse two, look, they've got their bows and arrows. They've got, they've charged their weapons. They've got their weapons loaded and aimed at you. And even it says, they they're going to shoot from the shadows they they think that the shadows will protect them they think that you know that that no one is going to be able to find them in the shadows so they've got their they've got their weapons but they don't think anyone's going to be able to get them and uh, they're going to shoot at the upright in heart thinking how often it is that this happens that the people who are trying to do good are the targets often in in society now the people who are genuinely wanting to to put forward God's laws and kind of help other people are often the ones that our society kind of has a go at Uh, It's very sad the way that it happens but um, we'll think more about that another time so then verse three when the foundations are being destroyed what can the righteous do I just thought if there ever was a verse for 2020, then this is it. Because this is what it feels like in the world at the moment. It it feels like the foundations of our society are being torn down in all sorts of ways. It feels like the Christian roots of Western civilization are just being eroded and undermined at every opportunity. And it feels like people want to throw off any kind of um, you know, Christian roots of, of loving your neighbor of you know, um, taking people up, um, thinking the best of someone, of taking someone's um, you know, giving someone the benefit of the doubt, all of those kind of things. You know, a lot of the time, it's just all about having the correct opinions, and um, and you know, anyone anyone who doesn't have those opinions gets cancelled. And for me, certainly, I feel like the foundations are being taken away. The foundations are being destroyed when it comes to the western world and maybe uh, you feel like that as well and it says what can the righteous do and i know that i've i've said things like this over the last few months what can we do it just seems like that we're so powerless to do anything but there is hope and this is what the rest of the psalm goes on to talk about which says the lord is in his holy temple the lord is on his heavenly throne Now, god is still on his throne. It may not seem like it, but God is still on his throne. And he, he observes, he sees everyone on earth. The shadows can't hide them. He observes everyone on earth and he examines the righteous, but but the wicked he hates with a passion. So God, he, he examines everyone, but he, his eyes are, are there on the righteous, but he hates the wicked. Those who those who reject God and those who reject His ways, and instead it, it talks about violence, but I don't think it's just violence. Uh, I think it's those who you know, who who want worldly ways rather than God's ways, and those who who seek to to do harm to those who are um, who are doing good and who are godly, um, even if they don't use kind of physical violence. And it says in verse six. Uh, their way will lead to destruction that the wicked will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur so their way will lead to their destruction this is how the bible often talks about those who are who reject God and um, sometimes we we call that hell this is what what Jesus spoke about even if they're not judged um, or it doesn't appear that they are judged in this life ultimately that will be their destination and the bible often uses this kind of burning sulphur, fiery coals, heat, fire, Uh, to talk about hell. Whatever it is, it's it's not pleasant. It will not be the kind of place that you want to be. It will be a terrible place of punishment. This will be the lot of those who reject God. But, verse 7, the Lord is righteous, he loves justice. The upright will see his face. So those who stay close to God, those who seek to do what is right, will see God, and not just in the here and now, but for eternity as well, will live eternally and will dwell in blessedness and peace and happiness, prosperity for eternal life. That will be those people who are, who are righteous, who seek the Lord and seek justice, all the things that, uh, that, God, that God wants. So what can we learn from this then? Let's draw things to a close. I've got three things here. Um, I always have three things. I mean, I don't always have three things, but there we go. Three things to remember. The first thing is to, to remember Christ. This was all true of him. You know, he was the the most righteous man. He never sinned. He never sinned. He always did what was right. He always loved God. He always loved others. He always sought to do uh, to do good. And yet, think about what what they did to him. What the the Pharisees, what the, the Romans did to him, they, they crucified him, they put him on a cross. And you know, Jesus said, The servant is not above his master. You know, if we if he was treated that way, then we will be too. And it says actually in, in our church at the moment we're looking through 2 Timothy, and one of the verses in 2 Timothy is anyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted that if we want to do good, then we will face opposition. It's just the way that the world is. If we want to follow God's ways, if we want to do good, we will face opposition. But and, and here's the second thing I want to say, we shouldn't be discouraged. That's not the case for being discouraged. We should remember that God is still the king on his throne and we need to remember that his eyes are on the righteous and he is against those who do wicked even if it doesn't look like you know, the, good, the good side are winning at the moment, we know that at the end of the day, that, that's what, what will be the case. That God will bring the, uh, the wicked to eternal punishment and the righteous to eternal life. And we need to take the long-term perspective and we need to stick with what is good and right. Keep our eyes on the Lord. And so the third and final thing is that we should commit ourselves to doing what is good in the here and now. And remember that the battle is God's and not ours, that it may seem like evil may flourish for a while, but it will never last. There's a lovely quote, which uh, I'm not quite sure who originally said it, and it's, it's sort of in various forms, but it, uh, which says, all it takes for evil to flourish is for good men to do nothing. Now that we can't flee when we see evil happening, it's not our place as Christians to flee and to to run away from it. But we should stay. We should we should fight uh, with the you know not with violence, but with with words and with truth, uh, and with love. Now, those are our weapons as Christians. And we should trust that God that the battle is God's, and we should not be discouraged. But remember that at the end of the day, evil will never triumph. Uh, over, over, good. That good will always triumph in the end, and that is something which we can, uh, we can have real confidence in because we believe and trust in a good and righteous God. So let's take a moment to pray as we come to uh, come to a conclusion here. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can trust that good will always triumph over evil, because we know that you are a good God and that you always will win out over the, the unrighteous, over the wicked. We pray that you would help us to, to seek you to do good, to remember Jesus and to uh, to trust in him through through these days and every day of our lives, we pray. Please help us now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks very much for watching, everyone. Do check out the website, understandthebible.uk, especially, as I mentioned, the Get to Know God series. And uh, yeah, please don't forget the whole liking business or subscribing or whatever you can do on YouTube, Facebook, podcast, whatever it is. So yeah, yeah, thanks very much, everyone. Hope to see you again for another one very soon. But until then, God bless.